Bema, and this podcast serves as your space to find clarity and grounding in your creative business. I hope that our time together will provide you with not only a clear vision for the way forward, but a strategy for how to achieve it while keeping the most important things, the most important things. Because when you thrive, your business thrives. Hey friends, and welcome to season two of The Grounding Podcast. We are just coming off the holidays and also the fresh start challenge of 2020. If you missed out on that challenge, I have some pretty good news. I have created a version that will live on my website for you to download and participate in at any point in this year that you feel like you might need to give your physical space and your digital space just a little bit of a reboot in order to serve you in the best way possible. So in order to get that workbook for that challenge, you just need to head over to jordankavuma.com slash fresh start, and you'll be able to sign up to grab that. And hopefully that will serve you well so that you can focus when you are in those two spaces, your physical space and your digital space so that you can have maximum creativity and productivity moving forward. All right. So this season, we are going to focus on the topic of scaling your business. I have had so many of you reach out to me with questions about how to know if it is time to scale your business or What does it even look like to scale your business and how you can do it in a way that isn't going to make you want to pull your hair out later? It's a big topic and it looks different for so many people. So that's why I think it's worth dedicating an entire season to do it and to really dig into how to grow your business and pursue the dreams that you have for your business without causing yourself to burn out or run out of money or regret the decision that you made because you didn't really think it through thoroughly or have a solid plan of execution. But before we dive in, I want to read a listener review that I received on Apple Podcasts from D. Muriels. She says, refreshing perspective, calming and inspiring. This podcast feels like I have my best friend giving me the wisest advice. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks so much, Dee, for taking the time and leaving that review. I hope that each and every one of you feel like we are friends, even if we haven't met in real life. I sincerely have only your best in mind when I sit down to create and produce this content. I want to see your business grow in a way that is going to complement your personal life and enhance yourself as a whole. If you want to give me a belated Christmas gift, then I would love for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review of your own. Not only do your words inspire and motivate me to continue creating this content, but your reviews also allow other creative business owners just like yourself find this podcast and be encouraged in their own pursuits. All right, so first... What does scaling your business even mean? So you always hear people say, use my proven system to scale your business to six figures or read about how I scaled my business to make money while I I slept. 
Both of those sound pretty magical, I guess, but both of them feel like both of those statements, I guess, feel like they lack a bit of specificity. So first, in this very first episode of season two, I want to set a framework in which we talk about scaling. You can scale your business both vertically and horizontally, or those are the two principles or mindsets or frameworks that I want to work within. So when I'm talking about vertically scaling your business, I'm referring to when you build on something that you already have and create new versions of that same thing. So for example, in my hand embroidery business, I started by creating reproductions of my own designs. I was stitching each order that came in by myself. And at some point I wanted to increase the number of products that I could create each day. So I turned those designs that I already had into kits, and then I started teaching others how to learn embroidery at live workshops. So all of that, that example is vertical scaling. It's essentially the same product, these embroidery designs. It's just manifesting that in different forms. And then there is scaling your business horizontally. So whenever I'm talking about that, of scaling your business horizontally, I want you to think of widening your offerings to include a new type of product or service. This can also include the idea of expanding a team. Some examples of scaling your business horizontally could involve creating a new product or service that you want to add to your existing inventory of product or services. And it also includes like growing your team out horizontally, like kind of widening your reach. So another personal example from my business model is when I started offering coaching services to creatives. So it's still within my wheelhouse of what I know and do, and I'm using a lot of practical examples that have come from my experience as a creative business owner, but that's a new kind of service that I'm offering that's apart from my embroidery products. So think about this as different Lego blocks with their different colors, and that's representing the opportunities for your business. Okay, so say that you're a graphic designer and you have been offering logo design for clients. So we're going to give logo design a red Lego. You want to grow and start bringing in more income with larger packages. So you decide that you're going to start offering full branding. So that's the same family, like within the same family as logo design. So that's another little red uh, Lego block on top of the first. So you're just building same color on top on top. So you just scaled vertically. Down the road, you learned a lot about the graphic design and branding business, so you decide that you want to create a course to help other designers transition from logo design to full branding. You did it. You were able to do it successfully. You learned a lot. You had some failures. You had a lot of success, and so you're going to put all that into a nice little package to teach others. Well, that's different than the work that you've been doing of designing. So that's a blue block. That's a blue Lego that you're going to stack next to the red one, but not on top of it. So you just scaled horizontally. Now you're in the position where your inquiries are growing. You've established yourself as an authority in your industry, and you see the need for an assistant that can help you with the work. And that assistant is going to help you with design work on a client-by-client basis. So that's back in that red category. You're back to doing design work. So you're going to stack a third 
red block. You're back to scaling vertically. So in my opinion, there is no magic formula as to how you should build your blocks. You don't have to choose one or the other, but I am going to have two guests on the podcast this season that are going to talk about how they have scaled their businesses. One guest has mostly scaled vertically, and the other guest is going to talk more about scaling horizontally, but I'm sure that you'll be able to hear elements of their stories that will represent both kinds of scaling. So I think it's healthy to have a mix. You can build up, you can build out, but you just have to do it mindfully and strategically. Scaling your business vertically and horizontally both have the potential to really add to the success of your business but only when they're executed properly. There's a lot of things that you have to consider when you make these decisions to move forward with an extension of a product or service that you already offer or an addition to your current offerings. If you want to grow and scale upward or outward, you first need to lay a solid foundation and plan for growth. And so that's what we're going to talk about this season. It is important that you consider your ability to manage cash flow, how you will add capacity, how you're going to hire across all levels of your business and support your growing customer base. And even, even more than that, if your payroll is growing faster than your income, you're going to find yourself in a pickle. And if you're unable to maintain your inventory against demand, then you're probably going to have a lot of frustrated customers that will slowly start to lose trust in your ability to deliver on this product that you're advertising. Recently, I was reading an article in Forbes. I, I'll link to it in the show notes, but it was delivering some statistics from the SBA about why small businesses fail. And it stated that about 80% of small businesses survive the first year. But after that, there is a serious drop off, like only about 45 to 51% of small businesses survive the five year mark. And then after that, It's only about one in three small businesses that survive through year 10. So why do small businesses fail? This Forbes article, it gave five reasons. So the first reason was no market need for what the business was trying to offer. The second was not enough capital. Third was not the right team. Fourth was competition. And then five, the fifth uh, reason was pricing. So Honestly, when I was reading through this and kind of trying to think strategically about it, I really just kept thinking that each and every one of these reasons can fall into the conversation about whether or not you should scale your business. If you want to grow, but there's no need for what you're wanting to grow into, then that's going to be an issue. If you are trying to grow and you're adding on people to your team, but they're not the right people, that's going to be an issue. If you're trying to grow, but you're not really thinking about the money aspect with your capital or how you're pricing your services, that's going to be an issue. So growth is exciting, but sometimes the quote unquote boring path is honestly the best path for long-term goals that you have. And don't forget, like we're playing the long game here. So what are some ways that you might consider scaling your business in the couple in the coming months? You might think that you want to take on more clients or turn the services that you already offer into a course that could become more passive income. Maybe you want to start building a team so that you can, um, you know, serve more people or have different hours or, you know, do things that you personally can't do with your two hands. 
Maybe you want to open a physical location or open a new location in general. Adding any new kind of service or increasing your inventory or doing uh, wholesale or adding to your product line, that's all scaling your business. And maybe something entirely different is what's coming to your mind right now when you're thinking about growth. But the ultimate goal of scaling your business is to increase the amount of money that your business brings in. That's obvious. We're not doing all this work just to have a really fancy hobby. We need to make money. If the decisions that you're making aren't eventually going to lead to increased revenue, then I would encourage you to go back to the drawing board. But I would also like to point out that sometimes scaling your business can initially allow you to work less and make the same amount of money. In my book, that is a type of increased revenue. So if you're making $100 for an hour of work and then you tweak something in your business in order to make $100 for 30 minutes of work, your income just increased by 50%. And you can take that extra 30 minutes that you have to either invest it back in your business and make another $100, or you can invest it in yourself and take a well-deserved break. So I don't want you to box yourself in here. I want you to have an open mind as we talk about business growth and what that can look like. It's all going to come back to what your goals are. Not everybody wants to grow an empire, and that is 100% fine. That is 1,000% fine even. The only person that you have to answer to when it comes to your business goals is yourself and maybe your partner if you have one. So don't allow someone else's vision for scaling their business intimidate you. You can be inspired by what they are wanting to accomplish, but their story does not have to be, and it will not be your story. You and your business are unique and the way forward is not a one size fits all solution. So keep that in mind as we delve into this topic. I'm so excited to talk about scaling your business with you this season. It is going to be a season full of great nuggets of truth and actionable steps I have some amazing guests that are going to join me to talk about what it has looked like to grow and scale their businesses. And then my friend Elizabeth is going to be back with us to talk about how you can use breath work and other tactics to reduce stress in episode six. I know you guys are going to benefit so much from that conversation that I have with her. But remember, if you are not already following along on Instagram, I would love to have you join me over there. You can find me at Jordan Kavuma. And I have decided that this year I am going to take on a topic each week over on Instagram and really dig deep in discussing all of the aspects of that topic. So as we're working through the scaling your business topic of this season on the podcast, I am also going to be over on Instagram giving some really practical examples as to what that looks like in different businesses each and every day. So make sure that you are paying attention over there so that you can join in on that conversation, but then also give a little bit of feedback or gain some insight that these generalized conversations on the podcast may or may not cover. So I know that you're going to be able to identify and then see if anything is a right fit for you and your business moving forward. And lastly, because it was such a hit last season, I am going to be doing another listener Q&A episode during the last episode of this season. So if you want to submit a question for episode eight, you can do so at jordankavuma.com slash questions. So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. It is good to be back this season and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening in on this episode of The Grounding. 
Make sure that you are subscribed so that you can have new episodes delivered straight to your podcast feed. The best way that you can continue to support the growth of this podcast is to leave a review in iTunes. That will allow more creative business owners, just like yourself, find us and join our community to find clarity and grounding. Talk soon.